Let's revisit uh, our top story today. Uh, we were focusing on the Bank of Canada, of course, uh, deciding to raise uh, its benchmark interest rate to 4.75%. Uh, that rate is now at the highest level since 2001. I was speaking to Michael Geller, uh, who's a real estate consultant, um, and he was saying, uh, we talked a little bit about uh, a, a project in Squamish, uh, marketed by Boza Development, a four-bedroom uh, townhomes, uh, that are marketing themselves basically saying that if you purchase a property, they'll pay half your mortgage for the first year. Uh, and that's one way to deal with some of the economic anxiety that's out there. We also had a story um, last week that came into the uh, Richmond News that was uh, um, that was written there, basically a project there around Minaroo Square. Uh, it was returning the, the deposit to all the pre-sale buyers simply because the market had changed so much when uh, it was first marketed. Um, and the, the uh, developer at the time told Richmond News it was due to interest rates. Um, Michael Geller and I talked at the 3 o'clock hour. Take a listen to some of his comments. So I don't think that Squamish case study necessarily implies that Things are really in dire straits. Basically, what the developer is doing there is offering the equivalent of about a $35,000 discount on that $1.3 million price. I don't think it's a case that the developer is getting desperate. But the Richmond case that you mentioned, that is a case where the developer just simply is not able to proceed. And they can't proceed because even though they sold the homes for the prices they wanted, it's going to cost them so much more to build the homes. Bank won't lend them the money. So lots of turmoil out there um, uh, as well as interest rates have gone up so quickly, and many expect, of course, uh, they will come down eventually, but will that be in six months or a year, year and a half? And if you think of all of those companies that are holding land or perhaps uh, we're going to market a condo project, uh, those plans started two, maybe three years ago. Well, the business plan just got turned upside down. Think of all the British Columbians out there who are also uh, having to renegotiate their mortgage. It's a tremendous amount of stress on a lot of families as well. Uh, joining me now to talk a little bit about about the increase in rates and what it means for a lot of uh, developers here uh, in Metro Vancouver is Andy Yan, who is an urban planner and adjunct professor at Simon Fraser uh, University. Andy, thank you for joining us today. Always a pleasure. Uh, How concerned should we be when a large developer like Anthem is saying, uh, slow down here for a moment. Uh, We are going to pay the $10 million. We promise to pay the $10 million, but we'd like a pause. Right. I mean, remember, it's ten million with interest. That it isn't. Uh, it, it isn't a request for a rebate or a or, or or an avoidance to pay it. Is that they want to delay this payment? And I think that it's a view into the fact that there are a, a series of multiple players when it comes to building and financing development in Vancouver. Uh, during the three o'clock hour, we talked about this as well, a specific issue when it comes to Anthem. We also talked about. Uh, a development in Richmond where um, mm-hmm. money was returned uh, uh, at a mineral development uh, and the pre-sales, uh, pre-sale deposits were returned. I saw yesterday on social media uh, where a BOSA property in Squamish uh, mm-hmm. is uh, marketing that they will pay half of your mortgage in your first year if you decide to purchase one of their four-bedroom um, homes mm-hmm. In Squamish, I mean, this is a. Uh, are you worried at all? Someone who looks at properties, looks at the broader real estate industry here in Vancouver, that um, we're really in difficult times uh, because of these little. You know, you're seeing examples, all these little anecdotal examples everywhere, that we are in for a real rough ride in the next six months or so. 
not yet. I mean, you got to remember the plural of anecdote is not data. And that I think that this I think it gives us an understanding that even within the development the residential development industry in metropolitan Vancouver is that they do hit bumps and that for now I think that this I think just kind of presents the kind of bumpiness that having interest rates that have I think are are have been seen in some time and a system that has been based on interest rates that were I think really low for some time that I think now we're seeing that kind of rebalancing of the system. And I think that we're, we're, we're seeing, I think, the softness in demand for now. And really, the question will be, uh, how does this go into the future, uh, particularly not only in these developments, but then also for the municipal financing, mm-hmm. through which one thinks that they have also kind of built in a set of assumptions um, that this money, uh, whether it be in this case, a community amenity contribution from Anthem or uh, any of these development fees coming from these respective developers, uh, might flow into municipal coffers and really what what might happen uh, when they don't. Uh, The core issue here is at the end of the day, we need more housing, all types of housing uh, Mm -hmm. in the lower mainland, Mm -hmm. especially as we say the Mm -hmm. missing middle, like those four bedroom Mm -hmm. homes in in Squamish. Um, Mm -hmm. Do you worry that this tell, I mean, at the end of the day, the private developers are going to put their capital where it's most efficient. And if that means sitting on the sidelines for a little while, they'll do that. Are you worried that our, our speed to build some of these housing and this is going to hit a break on some of that for a year or two as, and as these developers say, you know what, we're just going to sit on the sideline here. It's just too frothy. It's too, too volatile right now. Right. I, I mean, it really touches really how housing isn't only about supply, but it's about supply, demand and finance and how they meet up or how they break apart. That really, I think, highlights uh, when housing is built and when it isn't built. And I think that this is really, I think, something to observe uh, in, 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 in really a sense of how I think developers themselves are exposed uh, not only to the amount of, uh, of, 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 of the end users who uh, attempt to finance or can get finance off of interest rates, but, uh, but the uh, developers themselves also have uh, f- finance uh, questions that they have to answer and to deal with, for which um, sometimes the, um, to, in, the, in, in some of these environments, it's to, sta- it's to, it's to uh, stand in the sidelines. And I think that that really is going to be, I think, something to observe, um, because uh, it's not that interest rates have are likely going to dramatically increase even more. But the interesting thing to watch is actually what happens when interest rates just remain the same. Is this a net positive? And, and I know people who are probably now having to renegotiate their mortgage has had a significant impact on their on their bottom line. So they probably find my question odd. But what I mean by that is. That, that this market and this, the real estate industry overall in Canada has needed a hard reset for a very long time. Low interest rates have just fueled a lot of this. Mm-hmm. We've had a, probably a 20-year mm-hmm. run on regards to pricing in a significant way. Um, that this is exactly what the market in Canada in some ways needed for the hard reset, especially Metro Vancouver? Right. I, I think that it's certainly a reckoning. It's the reckoning of how a system... Uh, changes, uh, especially when you built it around one assumption, aka ultra low interest rates and easy to attain credit. And now having that begin to disappear, and again, being for a prolonged period of time, uh, seeing which players are able to adapt and which developers are able to build uh, housing, I think this is this is really what we're seeing. I, I think what's that line from uh, from from um, from from that great investor is like when the tide pulls out, you really get to see who's naked. 
and I think that we're that the tide is pulling out, and we're really uh, really seeing uh, who perhaps may be exposed compared to others. I was at a housing symposium last week in in Maple Ridge, and and there was a. Uh, pretty large-scale developer, and we were just mm-hmm. chatting off stage for a little while, and he was telling me that he has lots of sort of mid-tier developers willing to package their developments, their projects, willing to sell to somebody with deeper pockets uh, simply because mm-hmm. they're incredibly worried that they're exposed, and they'd mm-hmm. rather sell it even at a loss, knowing full well there could even be bigger losses with what they're stuck with. Now, that's, again, it's anecdotal, but these are the kind mm-hmm. of things that are happening behind the scenes. I get a little worried when I hear stories like that. <laughs> It's when it comes in as data that I think I, I get worried. And yet at the same time, these are just, I think, randomized stories for now that I think ultimately kind of the, the question is when they when they come back together, like will we have what the conversation will be, say, in three or six months from now, I think is 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 really, I think, something to tell. But I think for now, uh, we see these odd situations. I think it's important to note that in, the, in this Athens situation, they paid a lot of money for this lot uh, right in front of Stanley Park. So that I think that that brings in a special sense of of strains in towards that kind of financial environment that uh, I think that they that that they are reacting to it and really I think in looking at what can happen I think that uh, I think that that's really where there is now this reckoning when interest rates uh, may not necessarily go higher but neither will they necessarily fall to where they were say certainly two two years ago that I think that really we are going to have this reckoning as we speak. Andy, as always, thank you for your time. Always a pleasure, Jess.